I've been thinking about this conversation that you and I had recently, because mm. obviously, you know, we've been through a lot in the past few years. And now there's all this talk about recession, no recession, where's the economy going? And yeah. you told me a story about football. And, um, you know, I'm not a football fan. <laughs> I don't understand much about football. And yet this story that you told me just like really touched me. So I'm just curious if you just, uh, yeah, tell, if you can share that story and the analogy that you see between this particular football game and where we are standing in this moment in time. Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad you love like the story. I mean, it's it's something that I hadn't really thought about in a while, but just the experience of the last, <clears throat> excuse me, few years, you know, when I sat down to write our most recent um, annual newsletter, or end of year, beginning of year newsletter, whatever you want to call it, in my mind, I had the, these digits, like in the digits were two, two colon 12, as in two minutes and 12 seconds. And um, that was the amount of time roughly that was remaining on the clock in Super Bowl 51 the, the in 2017 when the Pats played the Falcons and the Pats New England Patriots looked horrible the first like three quarters of the game nothing was going right Tom Brady the greatest of all time had thrown earlier in the game what's called a pick six he never throws interceptions throws a pick six in the super bowl in the beginning of the game returned for a touchdown just nothing was happening to the point where it was very late in the third quarter where the patriots were down 28 to 3 and i think it was there was 212 left in the clock there's actually t-shirts made up of that the scoreboard with 212 and 28 to 3 just as a kind of reminder of like what it, what eventually happened i don't know why that came in my mind when i was writing this i i well i do know why uh, because it it just the the circumstances and the just general state of feeling of like the last three or four years yeah. have been trying for a lot of people. And what happens, you know, as human beings, I mean, we get emotional about things and we, and it's very easy to maybe not if it's just one thing or two things, but when a lot of things happen in succession over a relatively short amount of time, it's really easy to get in the habit of your thinking to kind of almost start to expect more bad things to happen. And it's entirely human, right? Yeah. And, and so what made me think of that game was sitting there in the third quarter, I think most people as Patriots fans, if you're Patriots fans, you're cheering for the Patriots, this was the biggest letdown. You're in the Super Bowl, the pinnacle of the entire season, great season by the Patriots. Of course, I mentioned Tom Brady, but, you know, all kinds of great other players, Julian Elliman and others. And like you're down and most people, I think, thinking, oh, my gosh, we're this late in the game. It's out of reach. A, a successful season, an extremely successful season ending just like this in all the negativity that follow, follows that. And I just couldn't help 
it that's the that's the the memory I came to when really thinking about what's elapsed over the past few years, right? We have we've had a lot of things that um have been negative, right? That have happened. And each time we've had the choice to either stew in that negativity, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Or look to the future with optimism. And so that was um, something that, you know, I thought of, I guess, almost immediately when I sat down to write this year's newsletter is that, geez, you know, there, there, this, there's a lot of similarities here with everything going wrong in that game for the first essentially three quarters. But then it's like, don't forget, you know, that there are no facts about the future and you can easily fall into this pattern of negativity where it makes it really difficult to see that there are brighter days ahead. And, and I always compare that to the market because how many bear markets have we not come back from in history? None, yeah. none, zero. We have recovered 100% of the time and not just recovered the economy, the market, the world has moved on to higher highs. I'm not saying it wasn't difficult. I'm not saying that some didn't take some time and some discipline, but they all previous bear markets, history of time, the history of the economy have come back and have and, and wow, have they. Hmm. And so I look at that and I say, just like the third quarter in the Patriots game, which I can take myself back to that point as maybe an optimist, but just it's exciting to me going through, I don't necessarily enjoy going through bad times, but going through challenging times, but that excitement of, of looking forward for just a speck of optimism to, to grab onto. And that was the feeling I had is like, hey, we've got a great team. Nothing's gone our way, right, in the game. But we have Tom Brady. We have a, arguably the best quarterback of all time. I don't think it's arguable, by the way. Um, Bill Belichick and his coaching staff, players who have dominated for a number of years. And what happened? They won the game. They eventually scored 31 points. 30. I actually forgot what the final score was, but they came all the way back over the course of not much more than one quarter left to play. And it wasn't by what you might think at that time going into the fourth quarter by, oh my gosh, they've got to throw the entire strategy out the window and just start hurling the ball downfield and hope for a miracle. And that's kind of, it's kind of the sense that I've gotten over the past, maybe I can't quantify it, but let's say six months or so where all of this negativity in the markets and the economy that we've been, as we always are, right? Just, just lambasted with, by the financial yeah. media. Yeah. It makes it hard for a lot of people to look to the future and say, the recovery is right around the corner and we're going to move to higher highs. And more often than not, which is not uncommon during times like this, is that you talk to people and sometimes or more often than not during these times, the tone is negative. It's like, oh, well, here there's talk of a recession coming. So we're not out of this yet. 
First of all, you don't know that. Second of all, recession's a bad backward-looking indicator. Um, so you don't know until it's already happened. And there's no statistical evidence to suggest that if we are in a recession now, or we're going to be one in a couple months or what have you, that the markets are going to do poorly. Actually, if you look at a lot of data, the markets tend to be well ahead of the backward-looking information that comes out. So I get excited during these times. I get excited just like I got excited with the Pats down 28 to 3. And, and how exciting was that? I guess it's rhetorical because you probably didn't watch the game, but... <laughs> I've now, I've now, I've now heard the story a couple times, and I get excited just thinking about it, even mm. though I've seen the game. <laughs> I mean, does that 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 makes? I I know I, you you probably know a little bit more about football than you're letting on because well, you've known me for a while, so I always <laughs> talk about football. But I mean, obviously that that strikes you too, though, right? Maybe not the the details of the exact game, but just the philosophy behind that. No, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I mean, the thing that really, well, there were so many things that stuck with me when we first talked about this was that it didn't take a miracle. I love that. I love that it didn't take a miracle because I think somewhere deep down, we're all waiting for a miracle. And, 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 and the truth of living is that it doesn't take a miracle. It just takes showing up every day and just doing. That's a great way to look at it. The, the deep down you said i'm, I'm gonna paraphrase because i can't remember but it's that feeling during tough times that only a miracle can it's like so like out there in the distance so out of reach so out of reach so out of reach yeah and is it really is it i mean for anybody that's been an investor for any amount of time knows that things turn around really quickly when they turn around mm -hmm. yet the psychology of it and, and i just now reminding me of a great movie with matt damon and ed norton called rounders they are uh professional card players right. texas i think they're yeah texas holden players and i'm, I'm gonna butcher this quote by matt damon but he's talking about the, the triumphs and the big losses. And he's contrasting those. And he makes a comment on the lines of when you talk to someone that's a longtime professional successful card player, the stories behind their big wins are few and far between, but their biggest losses are so easy to pull up in their psyche to talk about. And that's what they talk about. And yeah, that that just is a nut more evidence to me of just how we're built as human beings. We're emotional creatures. The negativity leaves a mark. Yeah. And it's so easy to pull up. And when we've been punched in the face a few times, as we have been economically speaking, in market speaking over the last few years, God, it's so easy just to revert back to the negativity when if you just block out a lot of the noise that you're hearing wherever you're hearing it from and just take a look at what is happening right now by the way this is not a prediction of what's going to happen tomorrow or next month or next year but the inflation metrics are slowly subsiding 
the supply chain is slowly easing. Prices for rental cars and all these different things that were uh, a challenge are starting to get back to normal levels. Doesn't mean next month is going to be winning the Super Bowl. But it's evidence that these negative times don't last forever. And that if you look at history as that's the only thing that we can look at, while you don't necessarily make investment decisions based upon the past with any particular company or what have you, the only thing that you can use as a platform or a foundation for any kind of investment policy has to, in some way, shape, or form, be based on the past, right? Because that's all you know to go off of. And the biggest part of that, to me, is the fact that the equity markets always endure. The economy always recovers. And while some folks feel that it's, I don't know, fun to talk about or just make somebody feel special that they're prognosticating about the negativity in the market, I find it boring, irrelevant, and defeatist. And it doesn't accomplish anything for anybody. And true investors know that it's during these times that you are prone to make the biggest mistakes emotionally. Mm -hmm. And if you're able to endure, success is right around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. No question about it. I but that it. game was awesome. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that was, uh, it was just to, just to see professionals get punched in the face. What's the word I'm searching for when you're adversity, yeah. um, extreme adversity, you're back against the wall, time ticking away in the game. And not to freak out and panic, but to continually execute on a game plan. Sure, they made some plays. Of course, that's what you have to do to win a game at all. You have to execute, right? And they started to. And they kept doing it. And little by little, all of a sudden, and it wasn't you know a long time, a quarter later, basically, they won the game. Yeah. Um, one of the things that also kind of stuck with me was as a fan. So had I been watching then, you know, or anybody who was watching then, like how long did the fans or even the non-fans, how, how, how long did people just hang in there and watch this? Like at what point do you give up and go, mm -hmm. you know what, the, the Delta is so big. I just don't think this is in the realm of it's going to happen. Let's just call it a night. Let's just call it a night. <laughs> yeah. Great, great question. Probably something with respect to the fact that it was the Super Bowl. Maybe that made folks stick around a little bit longer. But if that were a regular season game, if you were at the, the Garden watching the Celtics and they were down by 40 points, you know, in the third quarter, you those seats empty out, right? I'm going to get a beat on traffic. I'm not going to, you know, you know, wait until the very end uh, or whatever the case may be. Or it's just too negative. I don't want to, you know, you know, stick around here and in, in all this terrible play or, or whatever it is. Um, 
But when it comes to sports, it actually reminds me of, I think, one of your favorite shows, which is Ted Lasso. Yes. <laughs> and which is one of mine, thanks to you. Um, about his pop, well, first of all, about his positivity, right? His, yeah. his eternal optimism. Uh, to the extent that he, he puts that sign up above the, the door there that says what? Believe. Believe. <laughs> Believe. Yeah. But you're right. It's human nature. I think that. I, I don't know, but I'm sure some people turned the TV off, right? In the Super Bowl and went to do other things and went to bed. I don't know. And wow, what did they miss? What did they miss? Yeah. So that's really, that's really profound. That's really profound. Like, what do you miss when you check out? What do you miss when you tune out? Yeah, I think It that might feel good for a day. What if the Pats lost, right? Or, or what have you. But it might feel good for a moment a day, you know, economically speaking or market speaking, going to cash during times like this when the market's so volatile might even give you that feeling, a false one, but of relief. Yeah. I've gotten out of the way of danger. I'm safe. And that feels good until however much time has elapsed and you look back if you if you actually do acknowledge it and you say, oh my gosh, had I only endured and stayed in. Yeah. And that's the definition of really um true investors. That bear markets are here. Love this quote. I don't know who it's by, but I read it a while ago. Bear markets return equities to their rightful owners. <laughs> you think about that, right? Because if you're selling during a down market, you are not a rightful owner. Well, unless you have some sort of an emergency or something. Of course, of course. Out of emotional, uh, just kind of a knee-jerk response. Yeah, a re reaction right. rather, not even a response, reaction, yeah. Yeah. Question. So, so rich, love this. Mm -hmm. You'll make a football fan out of me yet. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up, though. That that's uh, I get fired up talking about football, obviously, but <laughs> it's, uh, that was the greatest, arguably the greatest comeback of all time, right? And uh, it feels that way in the markets, right? But but right now that we're down, and that that comeback, even if you're envisioning that a comeback is even um, possible which is ridiculous, right? Uh, but it is something that we as human beings kind of think about that negativity, but it's there, it will be there. And, and don't know if it's tomorrow or three months from now, or if it's already started, yeah. right? Um, so thank you, Ravia. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I, well, one last thing I just want to say is, you know, you can only see the light when you can acknowledge the darkness. And so you can't really power through this kind of stuff and go, well, you know, um, like if you feel negative, I think uh, my unsolicited two cents is acknowledge I'm feeling negative. Mm -hmm. But if I may offer also add and this too shall pass, which is exactly what you're saying, because there's mm -hmm. always there's always light after this piece. We we know that there's light after this. Piece. If you're willing and able to see it. If you're willing and able to see it. No kidding. Yeah. 
Thank yeah. you so much, Ben. Oh, you know, the next Ted Lasso season is right around the corner. So is it? I didn't know that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. okay. I just finished up. Um, oh, I'm almost finished up Yellowstone. So that's a good one. Uh, a couple awesome. of di different show, but, but <laughs> then Ted Lasso for sure, but, but great show nonetheless. Cool. Great. Well, thank Pleasure you, Ravia. See you. And if anybody wants to watch this, maybe you can take us out on that, um, on where they can find more information about all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. um, well, certainly if you're watching this right now, you're probably watching it on LinkedIn or, or an Instagram or Facebook. Um, you can certainly find out more about what we're all about at beckbode.com. That's B-E-C-K-B-O-D-E.com. Best way to really take that next step in understanding some of the things that we're talking about is to read our Bible, so to <laughs> speak, which is uh, a book written by David Malik called or uh, named Dancing with the Analysts. And you can go to our website and actually uh, enter your information to request a copy of that. And then if that rises to the level of wanting to have a initial or introductory conversation, that can also be arranged uh, through our website or through engaging with us and through one of our social media channels. So uh, hopefully um, if you're watching this, you got a little bit out of it and want to learn more and, and uh, we can help in any way. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Ben. Thank okay. you, Ravia. Until next time. Take care. Bye-bye.